bat beginners, bat experts and all those bat fans in between, welcome to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. I'm your host Nick and today I'm looking at Tales of the Demon, published in 1991, which features 11 stories of Raz or Raish al Ghul through Batman's history, all written by Dennis O'Neill, with art provided by many different artists and this covers a period of comics from 1971 through to 1980. It's a classic race at its best, and it covers his first encounters with Batman, as well as, of course, including his lovely daughter, Talia. So, let's get into it. So, they know your identity, Detective. Who are you? How did you get in here? You must forgive Ubu, Detective. He is well-trained. Allow me to introduce myself. I am he who is called Raish al Ghul. The Demon's Head. I thought you were only a legend. I am quite real. Now, I felt my last few editions of BBFB have been a little bit long in the plot side, so I thought I'd trim that down a bit and just give you the brief overview of each little story in this book. The first story is called Into the Den of the Death Dealers, and and Batman is led to an Asian country after a mysterious assassination. And whilst there he meets a kidnapped Talia for the first time, and they work together to defeat Dr. Dark. This is followed by a daughter of the demon, which involves Robin being kidnapped. And Ra's al Ghul turns up in the Batcave, and he meets Batman for the first time. He states that his daughter Talia has been taken as well. They embark on a journey across Asia to find their wards, but more sinister plots are revealed, as it seems Raish set the whole thing up to test the Batman. Swamp Sinister opens with Raish contacting the Batman to inform him of a rogue employee who has stolen a valuable substance, which he doesn't realise could cause the end of the world. It's a race against time for Batman to find Talia and the substance before the plague goes airborne. Vengeance for a dead man. This involves a man being found dead, but the mysterious thing is that his brain is missing. Batman heads on a wild chase that leads to Talia and Raish, who stole the man's brain, kept it alive, and used it to gain valuable information. Rest in Peace is the following story, and it opens with Bruce Wayne reportedly dead, but he is of course in fact not. And through this story we see many disguises and tricks that Bruce Wayne has up his sleeves involving the persona Matches Malone. Batman also enlists the aid of a top scientist to defeat Ra's al Ghul. This story continues into The Lazarus Pit, which involves the continuation of the story with Matches Malone, the scientist, and a betrayed assassin travelling to the Alps to stop Ra's once and for all. Once they arrive at the Alps' mountaintop base, they find the dead body of Ra's. As they leave, feeling their job is done, the corpse is dropped into the Lazarus pit, and Raish has returned. The conclusion of this story is in The Demon Lives Again, and this story starts with Raish awakening in a rage and attacking the group on their way down the mountain. He bests Batman in a fight with his superior strength, which he gains after his resurrection, and severely injures the rest of the team before he escapes. Batman pursues him to a desert hideaway and has a sword fight with him. Batman is stung by a scorpion during the fight and left by Raish to wander the desert. But of course Batman manages to find Raish again and takes Raish home to the authorities, but leaves Talia with her freedom. 
We then get I now pronounce you Batman and Wife, which briefly covers uh, the story that lives up to its title by having Raish himself marry Talia to the Caped Crusader. The Vengeance Vow, another story, this dispatches a long-term Batman character for good and pits Batman against the Sensei, leader of the League of Assassins, and his unwitting minion, the Bronze Tiger. The Bronze Tiger proves an especially formidable foe for Batman in a martial arts contest. We then get Where Strikes the Assassins, which realigns the Bronze Tiger as an ally to Batman. Our hero races to protect the geologist from the Sensei. And then finally, in Requiem for a Martyr, Batman once more tangles with both the League of Assassins and Ra's al Ghul. This bizarre threat involves an earthquake and a summit of the world's religious leaders. So, how long have you known, Detective, that I planned your ward's capture? Almost from the beginning. How could you have known that Robin and your daughter were abducted on the same night? Unless I had done the abducting? Exactly. So in review, I felt that in this story, we really get to see Batman's detective skills in full force and some of his ingenuity. Since the stories are all written by Dennis O'Neill, some patterns do emerge. Firstly, O'Neill knows the character of Batman well, representing him as a great detective, a master of disguise, and the world's greatest martial artist. This is clearly what he visions as Batman, and it's a very classic sort of image, and it works very well in these stories. The 70s dialogue is quite obvious throughout the book. With Batman explaining everything, it makes it a bit corny with melodramatic narration from a mysterious narrator and insistent exposition told to us through thought balloons. I also felt that some stories were quite cut off, like Daughter of the Demon felt like we got about halfway through the story and we didn't get a conclusion. I would have preferred to have had the next issue or a continued story rather than some of the weaker issues we had towards the end of the book. I also noticed that Talia seems to kiss Batman in nearly every story she turns up in. The first half of the book and the older stories from the early 70s were my favourites and I think a few stories towards the end were lacking the depth and intrigue that the book opened with. The art, especially when Neil Adams was doing it, was excellent. If you've never seen any of Neil Adams' work and you're wondering why after almost four decades he's still thought of as the Batman artist, pick up Tales of the Demon and you'll realise why. It's fantastic. Plus I really like the blue caped version of Batman in these stories as well as the exotic settings up mountains and in Asian towns and jungles. They're really expressed well by Adams. The art quality is generally consistent but Adams comes out on top over the other artists. We get to learn a lot about Raish in these few issues, especially the earlier ones. Like many power-hungry men, Raish believes wholeheartedly that his plans are for the ultimate benefit of humanity. His methods, though, are decidedly slippery and deceptive. He's nearly always a step ahead of Batman, and frequently plays the Dark Knight, making him one of his greatest villains. At the book's end, O'Neill provides a friendly afterword commenting on his own bygone style and how the stories effectively add up to a graphic novel, despite their episodic monthly origins. And I thought this was interesting as it struck a chord with me after the um, 70s style dialogue and narration, and I liked the fact that O'Neill felt this was more of a graphic novel in the way that you could learn a lot about Raish through, this, through these stories. In conclusion, the collection isn't the best of Ra's al Ghul. It's essentially all the stories from Ra's first decade in existence. To be fair, not all of the stories in this collection are compelling. However, as a whole, they paint the quintessential portrait of Ra's al Ghul. Tales of the Demon is a great book to get if you want to understand Ra's 
Talia and Batman's relationship and their never-ending conflict with each other, and learn about how one of the greatest villains was born into Batman's stories. I'll be giving it 4 out of 5 Batarangs. I've had it with your little games. No game, I swear it. Pulse is bad. He can't fake that. We must take him to the Lazarus Pit. You want us to put him in that? You're crazy! No, listen to me. I know it is difficult to believe, but the pit is what keeps him alive, what has kept him alive for 600 years. Batman? Please, you must believe me! As an extra side note, fans of the animated series will notice similarities between certain episodes and some of these Rachel Ghoul stories. The stories, specifically Into the Den of the Death Dwellers, introduces Talia in the same way Off Balance, an episode from the animated series, does, with Batman's mask missing, and it introduces Talia as she discovers the identity of Batman. And this clip proves that. Filthy creature. I've been called worse. What happened to my mask? What have you done with it? Easier to clean your wounds this way. Then you know. You know that I'm... Hush. Who knows what other ears may be listening. Just who are you? What are you doing here? My name is Talia. Once Talia was introduced through the episode Off Balance, it set up the spectacular Demon's Quest two-parter episode that is based on the original comic story Daughter of the Demon. This episode was written by the very same Dennis O'Neill, working on the media adaptation of his story. The episode turned out to be slightly different to the comic book storyline, but maintained the essence of it, and it still turned out wonderful all the same. And in my opinion, it's one of the best animated series episodes they ever did, and it aired in 1993. Well? Are you man enough to face your better? If you insist. me done for this time get on the forums guys there's not enough of you on there i'll be putting a new reading list up there soon so you can get ahead of the game and keep up with bat books for beginners and please give me your opinions on this segment or a particular book anything would be great we need a bit more interaction on there now next time i'll be looking at batgirl year one as we look at barbara gordon joining the bat family we see her action-packed origin from the nine-issue miniseries that uncovered Gordon's transformation from average citizen into costumed superheroine. Until then, keep reading. So it's finally over. We've seen the last of Ra's al Ghul. Looks that way.